Thanks for downloading this IMSA radio podcast. It's for personal use only and must not be broadcast, reproduced or used in any form without permission. Tell your friends they can get their own copy by visiting imsaradio.com or search for IMSA radio wherever they get their podcasts. Michelin Pilot Challenge on IMSA Radio, part of the Radio Show Limited Network. Let's get straight down to the lane and Shay Adam can tell us who's in the cars for the qualifying session, Shay. Interview with one of the drivers who is going to qualify a car today because Eric Fulgaris, you are once again in the RS1 Porsche. You know how to go quickly, Virginia International Raceway. So when GS qualifying starts, might we just see this Porsche sneak on a pole? Yeah, I love this place. So, um, you know, the guys have been working really hard. Steven and I have been uh, giving our feedback, uh, trying to te- tweak the setup on the car. And uh, I-, I think we have a good package today. I think uh, it cooling off compared to what it was earlier in the day is going to only help us. And uh, I think we have a really good starting position out of the box, so we'll see what we got. That is true. I mean, you have the best GS starting position on the pit lane. What kind of an advantage is it going to be to have a clear track just for that opening gambit? Yeah, I think uh, it's a really big advantage compared to a lot of the tracks that we've gone to that are a little bit smaller. You think Detroit, you know, is only like a minute and 16 seconds, and, and uh, CTMP was kind of comparable. So with a track of this length, being able to get out, uh, have clean air, and, and focus on uh, how to maximize the performance of these Michelins, I think uh, puts us in a good uh, position. Especially considering every single GS qualifying session in 2023 has had a red flag. So you might be the first one and the only one to get a clean lap. Yeah, well, we're hoping no red flags. I mean, that'd be fantastic if we could if we could pull that off. And uh, if we can do that, I I think we got something to work with. Thanks, Eric. Good luck. Thanks, Shay. Shay Adam down there in the pit lane. Jeremy Shaw is alongside me, John Heindhoff, here in the IMSA Global Broadcast booth. Uh, and we're expecting fireworks. These TCRs around here are usually pretty spectacular. Oh, yes, this is going to be fun because uh, it, we've seen diff- different pole sitters in, in most in, in GS in, in all the races this season. One car's uh, had two pole positions, but two different drivers in, uh, in TCR. Well, it was all it's all been Matt. It was all Matt Pombo in the first part of the season. Uh, but uh, since then, it's become a little little more even. But it's going to be a really interesting 15 minute session. We've had two uh, practice sessions today so far. Uh, quickest in. The first one overall was the Windward Racing Mercedes Column 57. Uh, that was uh, time set by Daniel Morad uh, right at the beginning. Uh, and uh, he was fastest in the first session. Second fastest, second session fastest was Robbie Foley, number 96, Turnimo Sport BMW. So two different cars on top in the first two sessions there for GS. In TCR, in the first session, it was Ryan Eversley in that LA Honda World Honda Civic number 37 that was fastest in session two. It was Chris Miller in the Unitronic JDC Motorsports Audi car number 17. So good bit of variety so far, John. And I think two interesting should be qualifying sessions coming up. Where's your money going? Come on. Uh, In TCR, um, I would think it would be the the favorite, probably Chris Miller uh, would be... uh, my bet probably for the pole position in, in for overall that's a bit more tricky 
Um, I don't know. I have to think about that one a little bit more. But well, you've because, got you've got uh, fifteen minutes to work that one out. Yeah, exactly. You, really? I have, yeah, give me that. That sounds good. <laughs> Uh, as far as the season's gone, uh, this is, Phil Garris has to be in good shape. Yeah, sure. that, no, that's that would have been my that absolutely would have been uh, my shout. Uh, uh, as far as the season's gone, um, we haven't seen the Hyundai Steamroller. Um, the uh, the little Alpha has had a, a run of good form. Um, Audi's uh, there or thereabouts. Uh, how's the championship shaping up? Yeah, in, in the it, it's been really tight. I mean. Honda hasn't yet won a race, mm. remarkably, despite the fact, the fact they've had five poles out of seven races. Uh, best they've had as a second, so that's annoying because they, they want to uh, get, get over that, that hump and get the victory. But uh, Hyundai leads the manufacturer's championships by only 20 points, however, over Audi. Uh, and in the teams and drivers' championships, it's the Hyundai of Harry Gottsack and Robbie Wickens lead the way on in points, having yet to win a race this season. They have had five uh, podium finishes, but no wins, which is, rankles a little bit for that pairing in the number, number 33 car for Brian Hurd at Autosport, but by the same token, big picture, they're doing exactly what they wanted to do with Scroton, notch up those points and lead the championship. So that's what they're doing. They're 80 points ahead now of Chris Miller and Mikey Taylor in that number 17 Audi. Third position is the second of the Brian Hyundais, Mason Philippi and Mark Wilkins, who unfortunately ran out of fuel at Road America last time out and slipped out of what would have been another strong result for them. There's the green flag. We are underway for 15 minutes of qualifying. Uh, in the late afternoon at Virginia International Raceway. Lovely to have your company uh, wherever you are joining us. 20 minutes, just on 20 minutes past 11 in the UK, 20 past midnight into Saturday morning if you're joining us in Central Europe. Busy day tomorrow with uh, VIR High on the agenda. We've got some Porsche racing for you uh, as well from the Porsche Carrera Cup. Asia in the uh, early hours in the UK uh, with a race on Saturday and a race on Sunday if you want to join us for that as well. Sipang this weekend for that. I'll be disappointed if we don't get a splash of rain for that one. But a full Super Saturday tomorrow and that will uh, culminate in the Virginia is for Racing Lovers Grand Prix. Two hours for the IMSA Michelin Pilot Challenge. That is, if you wish, uh, our main race on Saturday. But we've also got Mazda VP Racing uh, Championship and the Lamborghinis as well. And all of those races in uh, sound and vision for you. On Sunday, the remainder of the support categories. And, of course, we'll finish off with the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship for a two-hour, 40-minute uh, challenge for them. Uh, just the GT cars, so 20 cars, 19 cars uh, out on the circuit uh, on Sunday. So no need for you to be tuned into anything else other than IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. It'll take a lap or so, even on this long circuit, to get everybody up to temperature and pressure. And let's just check the drivers as they went off. She gave you the rundown earlier. Roy Block for KMW and the uh, Alpha. Preston Brown 
for the Audi number 10. Uh, Chris Miller's just gone out in the Unitronic Audi number 17. Mike Lamara, Robert Wickens hasn't come out yet. Dr. Will Talley for LA Honda World number 73. Uh, Victor Gonzalez for VGRT, Victor Gonzalez Racing team as they come round. Uh, it is a number of people asking about us talking about Roxy rather than Rexy uh, in the previous event. It was Roxy uh, out in the WeatherTech this weekend, will be. And that is the purple car rather than the green car. Close relatives, apparently. I believe sisters. A very good friends, too. I think. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously. Of Olves, waiting to see the merchandise for, for all of that. At IMSA Radio, if you'd like to get in touch, please. Uh, and thank you to all of the teams who keep us informed of what is going on. And if you'd like to get in touch, then shout up at IMSA Radio. And uh, Wayne Gavick, uh, enjoying what's going on at the moment. Uh, also, Chad and uh, one or two others tuned in as well. I say one or two others, quite a lot of others looking at the numbers on the stream at the moment. Still haven't seen a representative time. Is it lap record sort of day today? The track is 95 Fahrenheit. That's 35 on the track, 32 in the air. Celsius, that's 90 Fahrenheit. There or thereabouts, I would think. Through goes the number 17, Chris Miller, to start, I think, what will be a quicker lap. He's done a under two-minute lap there, and the first driver under two minutes goes through the horseshoe and heads through turn through uh, two to NASCAR, turn three. NASCAR bend so named because it claimed an awful lot of NASCAR legends in a road race. Um a little while ago now, I think it's fair to say. But at the moment, Chris Miller has got the track to himself as he goes up through the snake, the first part of the uphill S's, under the Michelin Bridge. Through now the short run to turn 7, 8A, 8B, 9 and turn 10 at South Bend. That's the really tricky one. And Chris is really throwing that car around. Looks well balanced. That's yellow, black and white. Unitronic and Liquid Molly supported machine. Breaking nicely through the oak tree. Just got on the uh, inner curb of the second part of that. You just heard the uh, revs rise. This looks a tidy lap, Jeremy. It does indeed. And um, he, he's, uh, I think the, the lap record is almost certainly going to go, particularly for TCR. The cars are quite a bit lighter this year than they were in the past. 40 kilograms lighter than they were last year. Uh, which is a chunk, you know, I mean, better part of 100 pounds. So uh, quite quite a bit lighter. Yes, it's hot today, but we've seen some very fast lap times already this weekend. The quickest time was set this uh, in the first session this morning, 155.9 by Ryan Eversley, who will not be qualifying that number uh, 37 Honda. But the lap record here in, in qualifying is a 57.1. Victor Gonzalez just comes through the oak tree and heads down. Which goes first, first car past, <laughs> uh, breaks the lap record. Chris Miller, oh. 155.692 then 
for uh, Chris Chris Miller from uh, from uh, Minnesota in that number 17, very distinctive yellow Audi. Here's Victor Gonzalez to the top of the hill, red and white. In the VGRT number 99, Victor Gonzalez Racing Team, Hyundai Elantra. Looks really well in those colours with the Hyundai N on the front. N being their sporting brand. And uh, they have the uh, sporting versions of a number of their cars. The blue and white car with VDSR on the side. That's Van der Stair Racing. And that car also going nicely at the moment. Harry Gottsack goes up into second. But still, Jeremy, the better part of nine-tenths of a second away from that outstanding Chris Miller new qualifying lap record. But yeah. I tell you what, I tell you what, that blue and white Van der Stair Racing car with Brian Ortiz, he's throwing that car around. Yeah, I mean, Harry Gottsaker had the pole last time out at Road America, but uh, that uh, was a really good lap there for Chris Miller. I think 55-6 is going to be hard to beat. Uh, that's already uh, more than two-tenths quicker than anybody else has gone today. Uh, and it's still pretty warm out there. You know, he, he might fancy he can improve a little bit. 55-6-9-2. In fact, he does go a little bit quicker, quite a bit quicker on that last lap. A little, just a little bit quick on that last. At 55.692 there for Chris Miller. He's the first uh, and uh, quicker again now. 55.240 for Chris Miller. That is going to be hard to beat, I think. Yeah, that's outstanding. Absolutely. It's almost two seconds underneath the old lap record, which set by Tyler Gonzalez, who will be sharing the number 90, 99 car with Victor, no relation, this weekend for the first time. Tyler then back in to the Mission and Pilot Challenge for the first time this uh, season. On the back straight then, the more works-coloured car with that eggshell blue, red and dark blue, very distinctive colourway for the number 98, Mark Wilkins. The N brand, as I said, is to Hyundai as the M Sport is to BMW. N coming from Nam Yang, which is their R&D centre in South Korea. And Nürburgring as well, which they do have a performance and development centre on Gottlieb Daimlerstrasse, which is uh, runs alongside the long run to home at the Nürburgring, the Dottiger And they have honed their cars, both their street cars and their racing cars, at the fearsome... Eiffel circuit for some time. Hence the ends. Coming through to complete another lap. Let's see who's next across the line. It will be Chris Miller. Uh, well, I think, I think he's let off, hits. hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. Looking at his split that's a, times. Yeah, that's a really good lap for, for Chris there. 155.2. Uh, he's looking for his... Uh, uh, second pole of uh, the season was on. Also started at the front uh, in uh, it was a Canadian Time Motorsport Park, wasn't it? Where they, where they went on to win that race. So uh, that's their one win so far this season. And um, starting on the pole there, hoping that translates into the same performance here this weekend in that number 17 car. Got second. Yeah, he does yeah, improve. Second. 
and knocks three tenths off the gap between that car and the leader. So now down to just half a second. That's actually quite a big gap in the scheme of things here. Brian Ortiz, Van der Stur Racing. I said he was throwing that car around. And that blue and white Hyundai in third now. Out of Mark Wilkins, number 98 in fourth. So it's Audi, Hyundai, Hyundai, Hyundai. Honda, Alpha for your top six. But spread by two and a half seconds. Now I know this is a long track, but Jeremy, I wasn't expecting those gaps. No, uh, I mean, the, the TCR, it's... Uh, most of the cars are kind of pro-am setup, so uh, one driver is a good bit quicker than the other for, for quite a few of the cars, and particularly the two LA Honda World cars, no disrespect here, but uh, uh, Ryan Eversley and Matt Pombo, they've been sharing one car earlier in the season, whereas the, the two gentleman drivers, uh, former series champion, admittedly Mike Lamara and Will Talley, they, they were driving together. Now they've shuffled things around, so... Uh, the, uh, it's going to be both of the, the uh, non-pro drivers who qualify in those two LA Honda World cars this this afternoon, and currently fifth for Mike Lamara and a good seventh for Will Talley. That's a good effort for him. Mm. Uh, and also, you know, several of the other cars as well not don't have their pro drivers in at this stage. The, the Alpha in particular, uh, but Roy Block is doing a good job here to be sixth quickest in this session so far. And it's generally, you know, Tim Lewis is a good bit quicker than than Roy. Uh, Roy's best qualifying uh, position this season was a fifth at uh, Wednesday Raceway Laguna Seca. He's had a couple of sevenths also, so sixth would be a good result for him. Um, so he's, you know, he'll do, you know, for that, that Alpha six, he's just been bumped down to seventh by, who just bumped him back? It will tally, actually. Yes, he's moved up to uh, six, and now he's been eclipsed by Michael Lewis, who's out late. In that number one car that he shared with Taylor Hagler. He's just completed his second lap and jumps up. This is his first representative lap up into sixth position for car number one. Three-time series champion Michael Lewis. 13th position, Sally McNulty. Happy birthday, Sally. Coincidentally, huh? she shares a birthday today with her co-driver, Jacob Diley, uh, who's, uh, turns, <laughs> who turns just 18 today, does Jacob. And it's Sally who's uh, taking her second race with this team made a debut at uh, Road America in that uh, Team Sally Racing uh, Diley Motorsports Hyundai. Also a birthday today for Scott Andrews, who won't be qualifying the number 27 Lone Star Racing Mercedes in GS. It'll be Anton Diaz Pereira who qualifies that car, but happy birthday, Scott. 90 seconds left on the clock. And a lot of green, light colours on the timing screen. Me people have just improved. Mark Wilkins has found another couple of three-tenths, third position, but still half a second uh, away from pole, but only uh, 0.016 of a second away from the front row. Michael Lewis improves in number one Hyundai. FL5, Will Tally, as Jeremy said improved, although he's been bumped back down to seventh again with the other improvements. But plenty of people still finding pace from these Michelin tyres, and we have seen this in the past. Very durable, particularly if you don't uh, either overpressure them at the start or indeed try to put too much through them early on. Bring them in gently and they'll look after you for the whole qualifying session. And for 
well, potentially half the race tomorrow uh, for the cars in TCR. They'll get an hour out of these TCRs around here, I would think, even though there's some very high-speed sections. Indeed so, and the uh, the three Brian Herder Autosport Hyundais, number 3398 and 1, now in second, third and fourth positions. Uh, and uh, I thought Michael Lewis was on a really good lap there. Mm. He's a guy who went out late in that number one car. He just completed his third lap, and he did improve. Uh, but uh, he lost a bit of time in that final sector compared to the other two, a couple of cents per second. That's why he's fourth rather than second. Checkered flag is out, but if you started a lap before it came out, you're allowed to continue. And uh, we've still got a couple of cars who are pushing very hard indeed out there. But at the moment, it is the Chris Miller and Mikey Taylor car that is at the top of the standings. Not sure there's anybody else who can come in. Mark Wilkins has just come into the pit lane. Brian Ortiz has come in to the pit lane. Victor Gonzalez, I think, is still out there in the 99. No, he's just pitted as well. So it was Michael Lewis who was trying to get the time. Uh, 56-0 last time around. Puts him on the outside of the second row at the moment. Also still out there, Preston Brown for Rockwell Autosport Development in the very fetching uh, chrome blue and yellow Audi that is up at the uh, Oak Tree corner. Bit of silver chrome on that car as well. Yeah, good job by Preston there to be uh, ahead of his teammate Nick yeah. Loymans, who's back with the team this weekend, originally from, from Europe, but based in Canada these days, Nick Loymans, and he's been... Uh, drafted aboard that number 15 car he'll be sharing with Ma Denny Dupont. Michael Lewis weekend. moves up to the front row in the number ah, one good. car. Last yeah. lap. I said he was pushing on. He had a bit of traffic up the snake, the uphill S's there, but he negotiated it nicely and he improves with a 155.712. Still the better part of half a second away from that exceptional Chris Miller 155.2, but that is outside of the front row by the car that carries the number one and Michael Lewis has piloted it there. And Michael Lewis and Taylor Haglow, they won this race last season, that number one car, on their way to the series championship, their second in a row. Uh, it's been a difficult season, though, for that pairing this year. The uh, best result they've had together is a, a fifth, fifth or sixth, seventh and an eighth. Actually, they haven't done, yeah, an eighth. So it's not been the best of seasons. So looking to finish it on, on a high note here. And certainly Michael Lewis getting off to a good start by yeah. putting that car on the front row of the grid in TCR. The whole uh, bunch of them came across to Europe and ran in the Nürburgring 24 hours. A long chat with uh, Taylor at that uh, event. Uh, had an absolute ball. Why wouldn't you? Learned a lot as well about themselves. Just waiting for Chris Miller to make the relatively short run to the end of the pit lane, more importantly, to Chris Do uh, to uh, Rick Dole and the rest of the photographers to get the shots of our pole center in TCR. And, of course, to speak to Shea Adam, who is waiting uh, in shirt sleeves in a beautiful afternoon uh, for Chris to extricate himself from that number 17 car. Pull position then for Audi, for Unitronic, JDC, Miller Motorsports and for Chris Miller. 
and forgot to leave it in gear. Just uh, panicked one of his team there as he, uh, the car started to roll forward as Chris was getting out. No handbrakes on these cars. Good out of shit, Adam, who has our pole sitter and an impressive one as well. Half a second on the field chair. Yeah, that was quite a statement from Chris Miller in qualifying to uh, separate himself that much from the rest of the TCR field. But the thing that he's got to have in the back of his mind is what happened the last time he put the car on pole because that was at CTMP. And that has been their race victory so far this year as one of the crew members is in there trying to engage the car in gear so that the uh, second crew member doesn't have to stay standing in front of the car. Let's see, did that work? Yes, excellent success. So the second victory of the last couple of minutes for the Unitronic JDC Motorsport. Chris, congratulations on another pole. Uh, remind me, what happened in the last race where you got pole? I think we went on to win, so we'll, we'll be trying to do that again now. It, it was, we had a great car when we rolled off the trailer. I got to give a huge amount of credit to the team. Like, uh, we've just been developing this thing, and honestly, I think it was the best lap I've done this year, so nice to be rewarded. And, uh, yeah, just super happy. Championship is tight, so we got to keep it up front tomorrow. You and Mikey know how to win here, too. So that's got to be an ace up the sleeve as well. Yeah, it's been a good track for both of us, and I think uh, I think we'll go into tomorrow with a lot of confidence. It's going to be hard. It's going to be hot. We know the Hyundais are always really fast in race trim, especially when it's hot. So we'll just do our best, and hopefully it's good enough. Mikey, how proud are you of this guy? Super proud. He did a great job. That was a wicked lap. Just... He's just gotten better and better with this new car, and uh, yeah, excited for the race. Good luck to you guys tomorrow. Thank you. As you can hear, uh, with the noise behind Shea, we've got the second part of qualifying. Uh, this by far the uh, larger part of the field with two dozen GS or GT4 cars heading out uh, of the pit lane. Chris Wilson in the number 11 Will Sports Mercedes. Jensen Altman for McCombie McAleer Racing's Mustang, the 13. Alfredo Najri for the RV Motorsport Toyota GR Super. Had a little off at turn one earlier on, but no harm, no foul in the early session. Rory Vandister in the Aston Martin Vantage, number 19. Garrett Adams in the fast track racing BMW, the Lone Star Racing. Uh, Mercedes AMG as Jeremy said Anton Diaz Pereira behind the wheel Eric Figueras for Porsche and the RS1 uh, number 28 Carbon with Peregrine of Sean McAllister on board another Sean Sean Quinlan for number 43 Stephen Cameron BMW accelerating performance Porsche Moise Aretsky in the 44 it's Hugh Plum for Team TGM's Aston Martin number 46 Adam Adelson for Nola Sports Porsche Number 47, Justin Piscatel. Welcome back to the championship for Murillo Racing. Uh, subbing into that car. And we wish Jeff all the very best. I hope he's back uh, as soon as possible. Bryce Ward for the 57 Winwood Racing Mercedes. Core Motorsport has Bob McCallion on board. Ted Giovannis for Team GGM's TGM 64 car. Alex, Alex Filsinger for Motorsport in action. The Mia McLaren Artura the 69 car. Frank Depew gives the Rebel Rock Racing its last run out here in IMSA competition. A Chevy Camaro. We'll find out what car they're running uh, later on, I'm sure. Um, I know they were hoping to get a Corvette, but that doesn't look like it's going to happen for next year. Marillo Racing, Kenny Marillo, the number 72 Mercedes. Tom Collingwood for BGB. 
Todd Coleman for Archangel, and then three BMWs. Random Vandals has got Paul Sparta. Cameron Lawrence is in the 95 Turner Motorsport, and Vin Barletta in the 96 as they get up to speed. Good looking feed, Jeremy. 24 GT4 cars looking absolutely splendid. And what entertainment they've given us this year, whether they've been on their own as they were on the streets of Detroit or racing with the TCRs as they will be this weekend. Yeah, I've had some fantastic races this season in GS. Unfortunately, two of the races, the, the winners got uh, put to the back afterwards. That's right, good point. With, uh, different uh, technical infractions, which is disappointing, including last time out at uh, Road America, where the number 57 Mercedes took the chequered flag first, but was found afterwards to have a, a fuel tank uh, slightly larger than the limit um, and uh, it, it was minimal, but it was over. So out, yeah. uh, unfortunately. Uh, so they, uh, they handed that win the overall then to uh, Robin Liddell and Frank Depew uh, with that uh, very quick uh, Chevrolet uh, Camaro. They've been, uh, that's, that's been a really fast car this season. Uh, two consecutive fastest laps and that win as well. So they've, that car's bounced right up into championship contention. They're only 210 points out of the lead and third in the points table, despite and, a pretty challenging beginning to the season. Well, a, a good point, Jeremy, because if you take out their horrible, horrible result at, the, um, at, uh, at Daytona in the four-hour race there, which was the first race of the season, in fact, they couldn't have got any fewer points except if they just hadn't got to the start line. Um, but if you take that one out, they've scored more points since then than any other team. And they've, they've found their um, form. Well, um, yeah, they have. Yeah, they're true. Yeah, they scored ten more points than Robbie Foley and Vin, Vin Barletta. Yep, uh, they've certainly in content, been in contention yeah. since then. Um, but um, yeah, a few too many incidents, I think, during during the year. But uh, the, the car is fast. I mean, it really is fast. Uh, and Robin is a supremely talented driver, so he's going to extract every every ounce of potential out of it. I know there's, there's several other drivers in the field who'd love to have a Chevrolet this race this weekend, uh, but uh, that's, a that's a different story. But uh, look, he, he, he's done a fabulous job, and, and Frank is you know, getting better and better. He's, he's you know, qualifying the car. He's qualified the, he qualifies the car. Robin finishes it, and he'll be looking for a, a good run today. He's also getting some extra laps in with the uh, VP Racing Challenge here this weekend. Yeah. Uh, he qualified 17th last time out, which is his best qualifying effort of the year for Frank. So he'll be, if he can get in, inside the top 20, that'll be good. And then stay on the lead lap. That's the key uh, for Robin Liddell to take over in the second half of the race and be in contention. Yeah, and Robin actually took the car over um, at Road America in 17th. That's where he was after uh, on the restart after the uh, the final uh, yellow, full course yellow, and fought his way through to second, which became, as Jeremy mentioned earlier on, became the win uh, uh, after the after the fact. Right, let's take some time. So we've got anybody? No, we haven't got anybody right up there. And a problem for the bright green number eighty-eight Aston Martin. That's Archangel Motorsports, and that's Todd Coleman. He's been off the circuit, and he's completely off the circuit on the Patriot course now, I believe as he has managed, I think, to keep the engine running. Yes, he has. He's going to have to try and negotiate some of the barriers out there. I think we'll stay green for the moment. The door is open, and he's got quite a bit of steam or smoke coming out from that car. 
Uh, that is at turn number eight. So up towards the top of the hill. And I think he's cut back on one of the cutouts. There is a, a central, what's called the Patriot course. It's often used for a bit of tyre testing, actually, by Michelin. Um, and that can be used completely separately. We've also got the 28 off the circuit as well. And that's coming out of turn four. That's the Porsche of Eric Figueras, who's in second position on the times at the moment. But at the top, Kenny Murillo, Jeremy. Indeed so, yeah. And uh, the, 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 it's been a difficult day for that Archangel uh, Aston Martin. They've had problems in each of the first two sessions as well. Yeah. So those problems continuing. Black and green cars not having it all their own way. I think Eric might have to come in to the... Oh, the problem is, of course, you're not really supposed to touch the car. Are you allowed to blow out the vents if you don't touch the car? If you just used a, an airline? Because he's got a lot of grass debris in the front grills of that Cayman. Uh, the race cars, like the GT road cars, have the grills in. And that's a really good idea, I have to say. In a, a Cayman, a Boxster, or indeed a 911. To get those grills fitted. Even if you have to get the aftermarket ones. Because there's all kinds of intercoolers and radiators behind that. So, we not still got well half this session to go just under seven minutes Murillo racing Kenny Murillo with a 54 flat top of the times from Figueras Eric Figueras in the RS1 Porsche number 28 then Sean McAllister for the Carbon Porsche Aston Martin of Van der Stur racing in fourth position then another Mercedes in fifth. Justin Piscatel proving that he's straight back up to speed. Kenny Murillo in behind the Van der Stur racing. Aston that's just been off the circuit at turn three and four. And that's thrown dirt all over the circuit. The curbs and the close environs of the curbs in, curbs in various parts around this circuit are getting... Very dusty at the moment. Heading up the snake now and up the climbing S's. 6, 6A, 6B and up to the top of the hill. Now towards Oak Tree. And that little mistake by Rory van der Stur hasn't uh, thrown him completely back into the grasps of the cars. The grasp of the cars that's behind them. But there are people trying to make space. And the two Murillo AMGs getting together here. Maybe a little bit of a draft. Frank Depew going through turn number three. With behind him the black and red BMW number 26 of Garrett Adams. Time's beginning to come down now. Yeah, I'm a little bit surprised they haven't come down a bit more than that, mm. to be honest, uh, so far. 54-0, the best time by Kenny Morello. The fastest time of the, of the day was set earlier on by, at a 53-2. That was by Daniel Morad in uh, another Mercedes. I, I just wonder if there's so much dirt on the track now that that is, uh, particularly with these less yeah, experienced drivers 
uh, behind the wheel. It might just be denting a bit of confidence. And this is a confidence track, as we talked about earlier on. Uh, a number of the GS cars yet to get uh, a better the TCR times. However, when they start tomorrow late afternoon, it will be all the GS cars at the front of the field. So all 24 of them will be at the front of the field as Rory van der off again in the number 19 Aston. And around the same part of the track, actually, yes, it was turn four. One corner further around than the last time, and he's pulled back on the circuit right in front Very of great. Joseph Piscatelli. May just have slowed Justin down a little bit. I think Roy's got away with that. There doesn't seem to be much grass in the front of that Aston Martin, uh, Jeremy. No, you might be right. It looks okay, doesn't it? And um, that's the second time he's been off the road, I think, isn't it? So he's not quite done the job properly yet. But he is fourth, fifth, well, he's fifth fastest now. Somebody's. Um, just got ahead of him. Cameron Lawrence up to third yeah. position in column 95. One of the two tournament most popular BMWs. The, car, the other car is qualified by Vin Barletta. That's down in 18th place at the moment. And that's the other car that's in championship contention. The uh, number 96 tournament most BMW with uh, Robbie Foley, who will be taking over the second stint in that car for Vin Barletta. A quick note that Todd Coleman, Archangel Motorsport, the troubled Aston Martin from earlier on, its troubles continue. It has not rejoined, so pulled off uh, at turn eight onto one of the option parts of the circuit and has not rejoined. However, it's far enough out of the way. Smart move by Todd when he did have whatever issue it was. I think he lost the car going up the hill because he was well on the grass, but he found some pavement again. Uh, it just wasn't the main racetrack. I'm, I'm fairly certain he wasn't trying to do that, to be honest. So, well done him. Proven for for Lagaris now, just 0 0.03, one of a second oh. behind Kenny Murillo. That's the RS1 Porsche 718 GT4 RS, kind of a 28 second quickest then. And uh, Eric Figueres using every bit of the road and a little bit more the exit to turn four. It's the Catherine Leg line, Proven I Also think. for Jensen Altsman, fourth fastest in the McKelby McAleer Ford Mustang. So it's it's Mercedes, Porsche, BMW, Ford, and now McLaren wow. uh, of Alex Filsinger in the top five positions. Filsinger in the motorsports in action, the Mia McLaren. Jensen Altsman uh, had, uh, has had a front row start uh, taken from him this year, actually. But his qualifying has been much improved for former Edomitsu Mazda MX-5 racer. Always knew he could race. We've seen that in that tight championship. We've got two rounds of that this weekend as well here at VIR. But uh, even by his own admissions, needed to sharpen himself up in the qualifying. And uh, this season, he's certainly been doing that. Yeah, it's his first season at this level in this series. And so. his best, best qualifying was fourth at uh, Watkins Glen for Jensen. So he's uh, matching that at the moment with, what, uh, just over a minute remaining. Coming through to the end of the lap. Let's see who's going to get extra laps. Well, the 56 AMGs coming back round. That car will get another lap. Phil Geras will get another lap as well. He's just on the front straight now. Meanwhile, watching the time for the Turner BMW. See if they can improve. Fulgaras has pitted so he will not get another lap. Here's Cameron Lawrence coming to the end 
of the lap in the Turner Motorsport number 95. Jensen Altman in the number 13. Where's he on the circuit at the moment? Just gone across the start-finish line, so he will get another lap should he require it. As we've still got half a minute left to go in the Michelin Pilot Challenge for the Virginia is for Racing Lovers Grand Prix. Our Saturday afternoon, early evening main race. It's going to be tight. Well, for uh, Cameron Lawrence, he's uh, coming up behind a, uh, a car as he went across the line there. Did he improve? Yes, he did. He does, improve. goes he to Paul. To the top of the charts, yes. By a tenth of a second in car number 95. He was purple in sector two. And he uh, got a good draft as he got to Aston Martin coming out of Hogpen. Able to take advantage and move to the top of the charts. Good effort by Cameron Lawrence. He's immediately backed off. He'll not improve this lap, although he got through with about a second to go. That was uh, Anton uh, uh, Diaz Pereira in the 27 Lone Star Racing Aston. Uh, the uh, Mercedes, excuse me, that gave him the tour down the front straight. The number 27, yes, it was. Um, and that has giving him a one-tenth advantage, Cameron Lawrence, over Kenny Murillo. Figueras yeah. had already pin pitted. And the 72 has not seen the checkered flag, Kenny Murillo. So he still has the chance to improve on this lap. Yeah, that car was in the pits, I thought. Um, yes, came back but, out again, Jeremy. Uh, yeah, came okay, the pits, well. Came back out, and this is his flyer off okay. the back of that. It's a pretty good lap. Uh, first first uh, sector was pretty good for Kenny Marilla. Can he put it all together? Needs to find a tenth up to the uh, hog pet, excuse me, to the top of the roller coaster. Now dives down towards Hogpen for what will be his final opportunity. Don't take too much curb. Just gets the left front Michelin pawing at the air for a moment. Down into Hogpen now. Through the compression. Nope, dives into the pits. I wonder, actually, if he'd already seen the chequered flag, if I'm honest. Because he was behind. No. Was he not behind? No, so. he wasn't. He was ahead of Cameron. Yeah, so he mustn't have been going to improve. So that looks like Cameron Lawrence for pole position for Turner Motorsport. Mm. It'll be Marillo Racing's Mercedes on the outside of row number one with Porsche from RS1 and Eric Figueras, number 28 in P3. Alex Filsinger for Motorsport in Action. And the McLaren Artura GT4. That's a good performance by that McLaren as well. Jensen Altman, just one place away from his best um, legitimate qualifying this year. But we'll start on the inside of row three for McCumbi McAleer Racing and the Ford. And then Sean McAllister for Porsche and Carbon. Uh, Rory van der Stur on the inside of row four. Justin Piscatel back in the series and... Well inside the top 10 at P8. Hugh Plum and Bryce Ward for Team TGM and Winwood make up the top 10 positions. Yeah, and actually, good. Chris Miller's time would have been good enough for 11th. So he's got 14 GS cars who weren't as quick as the TCR car. Now, they will all move in front of them when we start the race tomorrow. Uh, Shea Adam is down in the pit lane waiting for Cameron Lawrence to head down to the pit lane. He has pulled into the pit chair. Is he getting towards you? Hello, Shay. 
Have you got the pole sitter yet? Negative. They are still trying to figure out how to get him down to us. We've got two cars that are being held for tech reasons. And now I start to see some Turner BMWs coming down. And this one has the white hood. So this one is Cameron Lawrence. And we will get to do a poll interview with him instead of it being delayed. Uh, he did get the poll at Detroit, but we weren't able to do a poll interview with him until Perkins Glen. Uh, so Cameron pulls the car down. Let's see if he manages to put it in gear. He does. Very well done. No Turner Motorsport crew required to help stop the car from rolling down the hill. And Cameron just taking off his belts and looking to open the door, releasing the window nut. We'll give him a couple of seconds to take his helmet off and get ready for another pull interview this year. Just a tenth of a second, so not the half-second gap that we had in the TCR qualifying for Chris Miller. Just a reminder, if you are just joining us, it was the Unitronic JDC Miller Motorsports Audi that captured the TCR pole ahead of the Brian Hurtner Autosport Elantra in second. And really good. In fact, new qualifying lap record for Chris Miller. 155-2. for Cameron Lawrence, who is getting out of his car now. And we'll have a chat. It looked like it was getting a little dustier out there, Shane. I wonder if that affected the times. Maybe yeah. Cameron can tell us. Well, dusty and a little bit of oil out on the track too, Cameron. You had your work cut out for you. I saw you hooking the wheels in the inside of curbs to try and get a little bit more purchase. Is that what you were doing uh, based on the slippery conditions? Yeah, I mean, I think it caught more than just myself off guard. It was pretty wild going in there, you know, about time for you to really push and put down a good lap when the tires come in. Um, and yeah, holy smokes, going to turn three and about wreck, and then you see everybody else doing about the same thing. So I didn't think we had a shot at it after that, honestly. I know some guys got uh, their good lap in maybe before that, but we just kept going. I think people running over it, uh, Michelin tires soaking it up. I don't know what it is, but uh, but yeah, kind of adjusted my mind a little bit and just kept you know throwing something at it to see what would stick. And uh, you know, luckily these Turner guys have given us a good BMW all year long. Um, or really get more comfortable, which really kind of shows with those adverse conditions to be able to do that on the last lap when probably these tires weren't at their peak. Um, so just super happy for these guys. We really just hope that it pays off for tomorrow was really my, my goal to keep pushing like that. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Didn't want to risk it too much, but definitely uh, thrilled with our third pole of the season so far. How important is pole position considering that you're around the people the sister car is battling in the championship? Yeah, I mean, it always pays off, right? Our season hasn't gone quite as planned, and, uh, you know, we're not going to sit around and play blocker. We really just want to win races. But, but, yeah, the ultimate goal is what's best for the team. So it definitely helps those guys out. Um, you know, we're going to do everything that we can to, like I said, try to win the race or, you know, get as many points away from those guys as we can. Um, and no doubt, you know, Don and the Turner guys and Steven are working out a strategy right now for Vin and Robbie. So, we know they always do a really good job and put on a strong race. So, again, we don't really kind of worry about each other so much. We just kind of see where we end up, and it's usually almost nose to tail. Congrats, my friend. Great job out there. Thanks, Shay. Second poll on the season. First time we've been able to do the poll interview, as Shay said. It was uh, awarded to them after the qualifying tech had been completed, post-qualifying tech had been completed at Detroit. Karen takes the pole position and will start for Turner Motorsport then and lead the cars around uh, for our feature Saturday afternoon evening race 
uh, tomorrow. Hope you can join us for that. Thank you to Jeremy Shaw and to Shea Adam and to all of our technical staff, particularly uh, over uh, up in London uh, and to Tim Gray. Uh, just after midnight here in the UK. Time to sign off. Thanks for being with us. We've got a full Super Saturday for you tomorrow, live in sound and vision for most of it on IMSA Radio and IMSA TV. From VIR for the moment, for this Fast Friday, thanks for joining us and bye for now. This programme is a Radio Show Limited production. For more, check imsaradio.com and subscribe to IMSA Radio wherever you get your podcasts.